The next stop is Knickerbocker Avenue. Uh-huh. It's Fortune 500. Uh-huh. I burn his production. That's right. And we repping for the New York Knicks. Live from the garden. The Knicks game starting. The blue and the orange. The best five starting. Regardless if it's close. All large margin. We're hoping for a win. The fan base starving. Bound in a sound edition. And we switch it. We run the whole city. Ain't no competition. From Patrick to Willis. Frazier to Strickland. The next generation. We carry on tradition. Year after year. Season after season. Yeah. Arena full of fans, screaming out deep bass, playing off intensity, got a heart beating, the sneakers keep squeaking, hit a heart breathing, pushing through the net, yeah. play take flight, like vibing with the best, the coach need a fight, hit him with attack, the players about to fight, yeah. it's all about respect, ain't taking any flight, no. a piece of the apple, about to take a bite, right. about to take a ride, out to new heights, this is our year, future real bright, right. shining real bright like the New York City lights. We rapping for the New York Knicks. Let's go, we the New York Knicks. We rapping for the New York Knicks. Let's go, we the New York Knicks. It's the Knickerbocker Avenue Fan Forum on the Bleed Blue Show. That is right, my friends. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Knickerbocker Avenue Fan Forum. We are live here on the Bleach Blue Show. It's your boy, Knickerbocker Ave. You got Steve Azul. You got Mr. Live. You got Dominic Donardo, Donardo DP on Twitter, the guy that will cook every one of you motherfuckers on, on this Twitterverse, hitting you with facts. But welcome, all fans, to the Knickerbocker Ave Fan Forum. Um, round two. We are in round two as the New York Knicks, the, the number five seed, hosting the number eight seed Miami Heat with the upset victory over the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, not many people actually had that coming, but this is the, um, I guess, the preferred matchup that everybody wanted, given the, you know, the history that Miami and New York do have, um, dating back from the, from the mid-90s, what, 1995, when Patrick Ewing, Missed that finger roll in game seven, and slowly but surely, Pat Riley left, faxed in his resignation, and that, you know, created the rivalry that we know and we love. And, you know, for some of you young fans who don't know about it or or, are starting to learn about it today, you know, you're in for a treat because this, you know, for for guys like me, Steve, Dom, Mr. Live, you know, us older um, fans, you know, we used to live this and breathe this. This was this was like warfare, like World War. This was bigger than like the, the actual wars that were actually happening, which is kind of crazy because I'm a war vet. So is so is Dom. So is everybody. You know, a lot of other people. But Steve, welcome to the show. We got a split. We got a split. We fell in game one, but we took care of business in game two. Barely surviving, I might add. How you doing? How you feeling? Yeah, I'm good, man. What's going on with you guys? Um, one one. Um, kind of expected that. Uh, we'll talk about it tonight. Mr. Live, Dominic is with us, with us of course. Uh, let's talk about games one and two. Uh, we got it till 10 p.m. to rock, rock away with this here on the Knickerbocker Avenue Fan Floor. Everything's good with you, boss? You good? So far, so good. All right, let's Dominic. bring him on. Uh, Dominic, what's going on, man? How you doing? Uh, just mute, mute the Zoom and just uh, speak through your audio. How you doing, boss? Can't hear you. 
Did you call in the show? Here? Okay. Oh. I I can't hear him. You got to live. call in on the phone, bro. Oh, well, live's on. We'll get the Dom in a second. Maybe he has some technical difficulties. My fault. I hit the wrong button. I hit live's number, not Dom's number. My fault. That's on me. That's on me. That's oh, live. Live. Okay. Live. Say what up, man. How you doing? I'm sorry. That's my what's fault. Up, what's up, everybody? What's up? That's me. What's good, man? Yeah, man. It's um, whew, that that game yesterday was a roller coaster, dog. I I I never think. Look, you know, let's let's talk about it, man. That was crazy. All right. Absolutely. That was. It absolutely was. That's, 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 all right. Now let's get on Don. Don, let's go. Let's go, man. How you doing, man? All right. Let's try this again. Right. Can you hear me? All right. Yes, we can hear you now, sir. As always, good evening, Stephen. Good evening, guys. Let's roll. Good evening. All right. So, so you know, let's talk about it. The New York Knicks uh, earned a split with the Miami Heat after falling in game one, 108 to 101. But last night in game two, um, no Jimmy Butler. We have to, you know, and, of course, you know, we play who we play. But without Jimmy Butler, Miami still gave us the business, though. Um, but the Knicks prevailed 111 to 105 behind a strong outing by, by Julius Randle and Jalen Brunson. Um, Steve, how do you see the series so far? You know, are you surprised that we got the split? Were you hoping 2 Um, And how do you see game three and four coming? Um, we got the split, like you said. Um, no Jimmy Butler meant – we had to win game two yesterday. There was no ways around it. Without Jimmy Butler, you have to win that game. And what was frustrating about game two is, like you saw me on Twitter, I was cussing up the storm. And a lot of Knicks fans were cussing up the storm because that game should have been like maybe a nine, 11-point difference throughout. And this is probably why the rivalry is what it is what it is. Um, because when Pat Riley left the Knicks – Back in the late 90s, and Van Gundy took over, and there's nothing against Van Gundy, but this is more Pat Riley's stamp on those 90s Knicks team. He brought that Knicks culture to Miami, and I think that's why a lot of our middle-aged Knicks fans hate the Heat because they went on to win championships and all that other sort, you know, go to playoffs where the Knicks, you already know our history in the 21st century. So why I say all that to say is, even last night without Jimmy Butler, they have implemented that culture that even when a guy goes down, or even two of their guys go down because Tyler Hero was out, they were still able to fight to, you know, tooth and nail. HC taking out Milwaukee in five games, it's always the next guy stepping up. They find guys off the street, guys that played in college that I didn't even see playing college, like Gabe Vincent. I mean, I didn't see him play in college. And he's shooting the lights out like that. And It goes to the credit of them finding these guys and developing them. And they play within that system. It's like they're interchangeable. And I think as a Knicks fan who was in the 90s like you and you guys, it pisses me off because that could have been us. That could have been us. So, bringing it back to the series, and this is where, Dom, don't shoot me, man. I know you see me, man. Don't shoot me when I'm about to say this. In live, I know we're probably going to be on the same page when I say this. Knicks fans at the end of the game taunting Jimmy Butler on the bench. Did you see that when Mitch was at the line? And Jimmy Butler was, he likes that kind of shit. Don't piss Jimmy Butler off. We do not need a 50-burger on us the next time we played him. I'm going to leave some meat on the bone so Mr. Live can get 
some of that, and we could go to Don with that. So that's kind of how I see the series. I didn't I, the split. I'm not surprised about, but we're gonna have to get a split in Miami to bring it back two to two at least on Game Five. Absolutely, absolutely, Dom. What are your thoughts of Game One and Two? Differences, um, and how do you see the rest of the series playing out? Well, the, the the difference is the same difference that Miami's running with today. You know, they they played without Jimmy Butler Game Two. We played without Julius Randle Game One, and probably a third of the way through, we were playing with a half of Jalen Brunson. So again, this is the narrative that we lived with all year. When the Knicks beat a team, it was always who was hurt on that team. It was never who was hurt on our team. But I, I will say this, with, with Steve's great soliloquy of culture and all that good stuff, this could be us, guys. Because if you look at what we're doing, going back two years ago, which we can't stand, the bubble, that's when we started building this culture with, Tim, with Tom Thibodeau. Somewhere along the line in between that year and this year, which was last year, Somebody had this bizarro plan to we need more shooting and went out and got Evan Fournier and Kemba Walker. That sort of derailed the train for a year. But now we're back on that train that we was on during the bubble. Say what you want. Me and Steve was the big the big proponents of, wow, they froze up when the people came in the crowd. Okay, we get it. I'm talking about the team, culture, the defense, the mindset that we built that year we threw under the bus. So we had a pause, guys. But we're back now. You know, I've heard people say last night, oh, the Knicks, duh, duh. you know, if you look at the numbers, as I always do, the Knicks outplayed them in almost every category. I don't want to hear without Jimmy Butler. You know, Tom Thibodeau took a risk and benched, again, R.J. Barrett. No shade to R.J. Barrett. We went defense over offense. And guess what, guys? It worked. It worked. And for all the heat Tom Thibodeau has taken for about 18, 20 months, he seems to be pushing the right button. Now, Quentin Grimes didn't give us Jack Diddley on offense, but he came in and did what Thibodeau asked him to do, chase somebody. You know, everybody going crazy with the three guys. That's, you know what? I looked at all three of them, Struess, Martin, Robinson, 20 points here. They, they averaged nine points a night, guys. So sooner or later, what are we going to say? This is going to continue, or they go back to being their normal selves. I would venture to say they go back to being their normal selves, like I always say. Hence the reason we have what they call an average. This is what you average on a nightly basis. So I thought the Knicks should have won both games. I'll tell you what, guys, they should have definitely won game one. They were up. Again, they folded. And I, I just want to say this before I go – I thought in this man's NBA and in society, you earned your way to do things. Who gave Obi Toppin the green light to shoot all those three-pointers he's shooting? Now, where was he? No idea. Last night? Yeah, where was he down the stretch last night, guys? You got, you got your Obi. You know, Steve, on Twitter, you got your Obi fans that think he's the next, you know, American sniper. But Tom Thibodeau said, mm-mm, not tonight. He came in the shot, two air balls. Thibodeau said, that's it. That's it. We're not going to have a repeat of last night when you went four for 13. I'm going to pull the plug right now, just like a coach would do. Say what you want about Spolstra. Thibodeau could push some buttons, too. You need to come sit right next to me. And after a while, he told R.J. Barrett, you come sit next to him next to me. And guess what? 
The buttons may not have been the buttons some like, but at the end of the day, we got the W. And that's what matters the most. Absolutely. Um, I also, uh, um, you know, I have to credit a little bit of the Miami Heat because Steve touched on it in terms of the culture. Um, They made a great adjustment after halftime of game one where they kind of switched completely to zone and denied, you know, all this dribble penetration for Jalen Brunson, for for R.J. Barrett, for, for, for Quentin Grimes, you know, for Josh Hart. Guys weren't able to get in there, and they started to plug up the paint, and they started to win that battle. To you, Lives, what do mm-hmm. the Knicks have to do in game three to derail? Oh, go ahead, Dom. I just, I just want to say one thing to that. Uh, after, while you're saying they adjusted with the zone, and they didn't adjust to it last night when Randall was going through the basket, breaking that apart, and finding players, throwing bullet passes. So, no, you know, you, 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 you're, good, you're good and you're bad. And I tend to believe, again, guys, you're not going to tell me that you don't miss a two-time All-Star. I don't care if you love Julius Randle, want him to get hit by a Mack truck tomorrow. He is a two-time All-Star, 25, 10, and 5. You can't tell me you don't miss that. Don't tell me how much Milwaukee, Boston, I mean, Miami's missing Jimmy Butler. We're talking about a 25, 10, and 5 individual all-star two out of the last three years. Okay, so enough. I feel sorry for Jimmy Butler. He didn't play. That's how the game is played. Absolutely. And, and, and I mean, just like you said, they weren't saying the same thing when Randall sat out game one. So, screw them. But to you live, what did the Knicks have to do in game three, you know, to, to kind of take, take, take control back of the series? You know, like it's funny, man, because like last night, man, I I, I watched that game and and it was the first game in such a long time where I was just uncertain about where the Knicks was. And it was almost like it was a contrast to to all my base knowledge. Like, Like it was, you know, we have these people and we have this and we have this going and we have the regular season and not a thing. And he's not here, and, and I just went through three quarters of I like yo I can't call it. I mean these timely shots, this this these 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 this grit and this grind from from this Heat team just really baffled. You understand what I'm saying now? Um, we as Don mentioned, we came back and we came out and and. Everybody played the way they were supposed to. Everybody, the, the the right buttons was pushed by everyone, right? You know what I'm saying? When when RJ started spinning in the in the aisles and, and throwing it away, boom, he got benched, and that was the last you've seen of him. Um, may, maybe maybe a little too long, but you know what? It worked. Um, Randall needs to assert himself now in this game because there's nobody that can hold him. Right, because if 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 if, if Adebayo if Bam hold him, he's he's fouling out before the fourth quarter, right? So there's no one that matches up with Randall in this series, like none. It's nobody. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Adonis Haslam gonna come on on, on there and, and give you four minutes, maybe, right? But there's no one that can hold Randall. So I believe Randall is the X factor, um, in in us. 
being comfortable with what what we do. Again, that that they threw two zones at us last night. <laughs> they threw two different zones, so you know that the mad scientist poster is over there killing itself. Okay. Our penetration still broke those up. It, it, it wasn't so much our shooting that broke that up, but it was it, it was it was it was us being able to get into the paint and score points, and we scored more points than they did. Um, I think Randall needs to assert itself. Um, I think I think they 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 should stop going when when RJ is hot. <laughs> Keep the ball going in his until he messes up because he is not clutch at all. Like when you need, like, like he's been, he's been, he's been there these last five, four or five games. Um, going back to the Cavs series, but I remember there was a three, a free throw we needed he didn't hit. Um, there was a three. I mean, I think of the third quarter that he didn't hit, and it's just that the brother is not timely. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like he's not timely so when he's on when he was like what he was doing in that first quarter keep on feeding that man keep on feeding that man till it till a well till till a well run run dry other than that um we are being beat on the three-point line but they keeping it close by shooting the best three-point percentage in in the playoffs right now they went from first to last in playoff percentage i mean uh in three-point percentage so that's where I think, aside from Randall asserting himself, we need to we we need to show up that three point line, man. Like like that three point line is killing us, and and we're being killed by um uh, 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 G leaguers and 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 third string cats. I mean, except for the cat Duncan. Um, I mean, Jesus Christ, that 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 that, that gave Vincent dude. He's he's from the G League. I've never heard of that dude. And he's he he's the reason why these dudes are in it. So, um, yeah, that's that's basically what we got to do, man. Randall needs to assert himself um, throughout the game, and um, I just think think there needs to be more of a consistent um, thing with with RJ. Uh, RJ needs to get his when he can. I, I I don't. He's not that player where 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 it's like long stretches of of, of uh, grandeur. You know, when he hot, he hot. When he cold, he's an iceberg. So, you know, when that if that man right. is hot, you're going to feed him the ball. Right. You know, back to you, Steve. I, I got a real big question because it, it was something that was actually, you know, prevalent in the in the Cavs series. Yeah. We got Bishop on the line. I think we got Bishop on the line. So let's bring him on before I speak or if you got a question for me. So. All right, Bishop. Welcome to the Nickelodeon well, Fan Forum. Welcome back. How you doing? What did you see oh, in the first two games that you liked and didn't like? So, well, hold on. Before can, Bishop can speaks, um, hold on, Bishop, before you speak, uh, go ahead and do your thing. But after Bishop speaks, since we got a fifth person, man, got to keep it to four minutes so everybody can rock out. So go ahead, Bishop, do your thing. And then uh, lead away. Right. After that, we'll go four minutes each. Yes, sir. Yeah, so so what I'm, what I'm seeing in the, the first two games is, uh, number one, it's like, Miami is just slowing the game down. They taking making the game, slowing it down to a grinding hole, and just like sharpshooting. Like somebody mentioned, Gabe Vincent. Like there's no way Gabe Vincent should be scoring twenty points a game. I, I don't. I don't care. Like there's no way he should be scoring twenty points a game. And Kyle Lowry, 
no way he should be coming off the bench and scoring 15, 20 points. We stopped that, and pretty much if, if Eric Spolster wants to play zone, that's fine. Stop stop uh, settling to three-pointers, swing that ball around, swing it around three, four, five, six times, even if you have to take a couple of 24-second violations, because what that does is they can't do that all night. They can't rotate effectively and do all that all night. And if they keep playing the zone, put somebody at the key free throw line, uh, somebody like Randall or even RJ, and just have them, like, as the ball is rotating, you just pick that spot and just take that, 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 uh, that short 15-footer. Mitchell Robinson has to stop. Like, I, I watched the game, the two games, last night again, a repeat. Like, why do you keep putting your hands on Bam out of Bio? Like, you're getting stupid fouls. <laughs> You're getting stupid fouls. Just like, like, just stand there. Like Ben Adebayo is not jumping over you. He's not going to go by you like that. Stop reaching. Stop touching him. Just stand up, slide your feet, and block shots. That's it. It's like I, I don't understand what the difficulty is. It's like Ben Adebayo is at the three-point line. Mitchell Robinson is coming out and putting his hands on him, and then he gets a foul for running somebody over. It's like just stupid fouls again. It's like if we stop doing that, then he can start, you know, dominating the boards again. Bam is not going to get rebounds over him. Kevin Love is not going to get rebounds over him. And I, I, you mentioned too, like everybody knows here, I'm I'm an RJ critic. Like I'm 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 an RJ critic to the tenth degree because it's like for all the opportunities that he's been given, it's like, dude, you you've been pissing them away for like. This, this is four seasons, three seasons you've been pissing it away. And it's like he did play pretty decently in the first game in the first half, but when we got down to when the score was like 95 to 93, and then he got the rebound and decided to go one-on-three against Bam Adebayo, Jimmy Butler, and the other jumping bean kid, uh, the light-skinned kid, was stalking him, like, right on his case, and then volleyball spiked the shot. It's like, yo, you can't do that. And then he came back down and turned the ball over back to back to back. And then before you know it, the 95 to 93 was, like, 98 to 93, and then the 101 to 93. So it's like I think the first game, the coach let him stay in there too long. He gave him too much leash. The second game, it was like, nah, we're not going to do that. We, so that was a good move on his behalf, and I think uh, I think Dom mentioned that Grimes has got to give us something. He's got to give us. He's got to be a threat. Just like I think last night, he may have taken like one or two shots, and it's like I got it. Like you know, defender, whatever. But you got to be able to be a threat, so that Miami realizes that even if they want to implement that zone, that it's not going to be as easy as you think, because they got too many shooters. And this has too many shooters. And quick, uh, quickly, for some strange reason, I don't know what's going on with him, but he hasn't showed up yet either. So, Obi Toppin, you get what you get with this dude. It's like he's been all season. He's been shooting those corner threes and been somewhat accurate. So, I mean, you can't ask him to change his change up in the ninth inning, the bottom of the ninth. You're gonna ask him to change what he's been doing all season. What's been right for him all season. It's like he, if he's on, he's on. Like the first game, he had 18 points. He was shooting threes. And just last night, for some reason, they were like rushing the shots. 
because of the zone, and it's like it's just a zone. And the only reason why they play in the zone is because they can't guard man to man. Right. They can't guard <clears throat> man to man. They don't have the personnel for it. And it's like if the Knicks stop playing down to Miami's level and just play how they've been playing all season, this won't even be a series. So I feel like they're going to well, get this game three. Yes. Well, uh, with no. that being said, I have to ask this across the board. Guys, where is our bench? I mean, that was such a huge, huge portion of the reason why the Knicks were you know, easily dispatched the Cleveland Cavaliers the way they did. Not to say that Miami's bench is that much better because they're, you know, they're not getting a lot of production out of that, but where is our bench? Where is Emmanuel quickly? You know, where is, you know, I mean, Hardenstein is the only consistent bench player that we have because, you know, you're not expecting too much of him offensively, but he's still getting boards. He's still getting blocks. He's still becoming a pest and, and keeping, you know, possessions alive. But, Steve, where is our bench? I apologize in advance. So the video is going to cut off in a few minutes. I didn't know it was going to be limited to 40 minutes. Didn't know that. So when the video goes off, the show goes on. But to answer your question, um, man, this is probably why, you know, when Grimes got hurt and Hart was in the uh, starting lineup, I think um, that's kind of okay for now. But Josh Hart helps the bench. He helps sparks the bench with his defensive rebound and his defense. So, yeah, quickly is struggling. Um, they're kind of non-existent. Like Dom said, they're shooting air ball. He's shooting two air balls. Hardesty gives you a lot of effort. But quickly is in the funk right now. He's not the six-man-of-the-year type of player impact that he's been given. So, yeah, I mean, he's got to step it up. Hopefully he does, man. I'll leave it at that um, so anybody else can get some of that. What about you, Dom? I can sort of kind of give quickly a semi-alibi because I think we depended on his scoring coming off the bench. Obi Toppin, I, I have no, I have no Bishop get out of jail free card. I, I don't, I understand what Bishop's saying. If you've done something all day, but you're a pro. If your shot ain't falling, you need to go to Plan B. If you don't have a Plan B, then here's where we need to start looking and taking a pause, guys, on these extensions and these signing these contracts. Because they had 15 minutes of fame. No, you're, you're a professional NBA player. You spent your whole season in one corner or the other. With all the athleticism you have, if your shot is not falling, you can go to the basket. Nobody's saying you can't. There's a numerous times you hear Thibodeau yelling, move, move. We've been over this during the season, guys, on these, on these casts we have. He's telling this guy to move. You know, again, where, where did you earn the right to shoot all these three-pointers? Are you Steve Novak? Are you Steph Curry? You didn't earn no right to be jacking all these threes. And to Av's point, yes, he had 18 points that one night, but that's the night he couldn't hit the side of a building from three. And we lost. And we lost. So, no, bro, you don't get no alibi. You don't get no alibi, especially from all these Knicks fans that run crazy when one or two players don't do what they think they should do. You're 6'10", man. You're a power forward in the National Basketball Association. Go to the basket. Please. That's all we're asking. Stop and stop launching on a fight. Yeah, exactly, man. And stop the launching on the damn shot. 
You're a power so forward else? minus Julius Randle. That tells me we need rebounds. That's your job. So, I'm not going to beat that off. Again, a win, I don't want to say a win is a win. We earned that win last night. I don't care who Miami was missing. We earned that win. We was down. We came back. We didn't put our tail between our legs. We didn't get jacked from our bench. Their bench outscored our bench. But we didn't let that phase us. We put our heads down, and we got the win. So on to Miami, guys. You know we're going to win one out of two there. Don't get it twisted. That's like our home away from home. Absolutely. I'll be there representing, fellas. Don't worry. (laughs) Yeah. uh, So live to the same point, you know, our bench hasn't been really producing. And obviously, Dom brings up the good point, and so does Steve, about Josh Hart starting over Quentin Grimes now that Grimes is back. Um, Miami got 18 out of Kyle Lowry in game one. That was pretty much a deciding factor. You expect him to, you know, to, to, you know, to pull that kind of magic, you know, two more, two or three more times down in Miami, or, or, or what do you think? I, I expect Kyle Lowry to be Kyle Lowry, right? I mean, I mean, we 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 seen that man play before, man. You know what I'm saying? Like we know who he is. We wanted him down here at a good price. You know what I'm saying? So he's gonna be the son. He was that in in game one. He, he was exactly that in game one. You know what I'm saying? Three strips, all kind of stuff. Him being there, him being real handsy, um, him shooting the ball at the right time, and he goes okay, right, 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 and supposed to put him in at the right moment on, on in game one. So it was like he was energetic, he was shooting threes, he was grabbing balls and all that. You understand? He's gonna be who he's gonna be. What? Quick needs to do is be who he was in the regular season, and 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 I and I'll go back to the to the to the previous uh, our our previous playoff appearance where where the pressure had busted everybody pipes. I mean everybody in there stunk up the joint. It wasn't one player who who didn't bend off of them bright uh, off of them bright lights. Now here it is, we 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 here in round two. We don't we done passing it, and Quick still seems to be affected by that. Is he hurt? What was happening? But again, our bench has not been there since the since the calf series. Okay, Quick was 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 Mephisto in, in that series. He was nowhere. Now, now, mind you, yesterday he had two big baskets, which which was Ben Gay on our on our needs. You know what I'm saying? Like we needed those. But aside from that, he's just out there. Now he's playing defense and he's doing his thing. But his offense. Is nowhere to be found, and and as Steve said, Josh Hart has been, for the most part, at the end of the season, our our steady bench presence. So it's Hart, it's Hartenstein, Hartenstein, and 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 Quick who need. Well, not I'm sorry, it's Quick and um, Quick needs to show up. That that's really it. That he. If we had 15 points from him, a lot of this we wouldn't be talking about. We wouldn't be talking about a lot of this if Quick's 15 points was there. 15, 16, 17 points, we, we'd be done. Um, OB, I, I was done with OB at the middle of the season. You know what I'm saying? Like, like at some point, you know, I think Dawn mentioned it. At some point, you go, listen, I, my contract is up in a bit. I need to showcase what I can do. Full array. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it's the coach's prerogative for me to stand in this corner 
man, I'm a pump fake and I'm gonna take this to the basket. I, that's it. Because if that's not on, then he's just a leak out specialist. And 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 my man Miami is up on that. So, you know, um, everybody, you know, our our disappearing act needs to be more solid. The, um, whether that's that's Obi, whether that's uh, quick, all, all of those, all of them have to produce better situations. And here, here, here go with Robinson. Now, now, now the, the stuff that that don't talk about before with Robinson is it, kind of manifesting now, right? It, you, we ain't only gonna get off. We could, we could, we could, we could rebound him and still lose. So, so you're, you know, what I'm saying that that is not the only thing you need to do, brother. We need you to score. We need you to be like that last game, that, that little that little nice double double you had. We need ten, twelve points from it. So it's a lot of stuff, man. So it's a lot of stuff and that's why I'm I regret talking about who who I was scared of in this series. I, I said I well in the playoffs, I said I said the Bucks and I said the Heat. I don't know why I said right. the Heat. <clears throat> they come. All right. Well, thank you very much. Now, Bishop, um game three and game four, what are we doing? How do you see and how do you see this going? Look like you, you see this getting this split or can we actually take two and bring it back home um to the garden next week, uh, you know, for game five to you know, to end the series. Bishop, you're still with us. Yeah. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah. I said at some point they gotta come back down to earth. Miami's gotta come back down to earth. Like right. all of this like timely three point shooting. It's like you've been you've been crap all season. You've been like the in the in the low <laughs> out of the thirty teams. I think they were like twenty sixth or twenty seventh in shooting, which is why they were losing all of those games. And they were decent in guarding people, but they weren't scoring all of those points. So I, I got to think at some point they're going to come back down to reality. And if um, if we can at least get uh, some of the some of the scoring off the bench. I'm not saying I don't know if if uh, I, I thought with uh, with Grimes being coming on, on coming in off the bench that would be good for him because him and Quick could be out there and he could get some shot opportunities. But it's like he's not doing anything. I'm just like he's just out like out there and it's like yo if you can't if you can't produce like why is he out there you know. And it's like, okay, so if you're going to have him, I think if you're going to have him out there, you got to put him back in that starting lineup. Have him chasing, don't have him guarding Jimmy Butler. Have him chasing that uh, the, the guard, the one that keeps killing us, Vincent. Have him, have him guard him and figure out how if, 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 if Jimmy Butler's coming back, have Randall guard Jimmy Butler. And then somebody's going to have to, and then have. Hopefully Jimmy Butler will have to guard Randall, and if uh, Mitchell Robinson can just just be who you are, like stop stop. I don't know what it is. It's like very handsy yesterday. Couldn't hit a free throw. Like nervous. It's like there's no big men in the series. Like you should be able to dominate this whole series. So I think they're gonna get two games in in in, in Miami. I think Jalen Brunson has settled in to what he's supposed to be doing. I think they'll get these two in Miami. I know that's two? a prediction, but two. That's really Miami can't keep shooting like this. Honestly, I don't see why not. They can't keep shooting like this. There's no way. 
All right, Dom. Now, Dom, I think has has a thought on that. What is it, Dom? Now, when when can you hear me? Yes, sir. Okay. Now, when Bishop saying two, is he necessarily saying two in a row, or is he saying one now, one game six? Because I no, believe they can win two. Two in a row. I, I want to I want to say this one thing, guys, before we go too far. Sooner or later, like Bishop said. You are who you are is going to show up. And there's no way you're going to tell me, play off Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Butler, the next George Gervin, and your team during the season was 30th in scoring, 24th in field goal percentage. I could go on, guys. They were lousy 90% of the year. And we're talking with the guy we're saying is hurt. What's his name? The shooter, Tyler Hero. He was on the team, guys. Look at the numbers. I ain't lying. Numbers don't lie. People lie with numbers. I say it all the time. 30th in scoring. 30th. How many teams are in And we NBA? beat them three times. We beat them three times during that and, time. And, and you know what? You know what, Live? That's another thing that I'm getting sick of. You know, I said this before. Oh, regular season don't mean nothing. Okay, it don't mean nothing. We beat Cleveland three out of four games during the regular season. That means Cleveland right. won once. We beat Miami three out of four games in the regular season. That means they won once. And guess what? Both teams only won once against us so far in the playoffs. Well, there comes a time, I, gentlemen, this, even if, even well, if you're a diehard Knicks fan like that. So to get you that still got to take your hat off and say, we well, are the best hold on, team. Hold on, Don. Listen, I'm four to two in a row. I'll be real quick because I want you guys to get the back and forth going. But I'm four to two in a row, but you got to get guys like Quickly and Toppin to produce better. So you're saying you're going to get two in a row despite their lack of production? I don't think that's possible. Right, of course. But, again, again, we're we're looking at our guys' lack of production. If our guys' lack of production, as Bishop said, increases, for those of y'all can see me, this much, this series is over. Because, again, That's we're true. talking about a team that is 30th in scoring. Somebody remind me how many teams are in the NBA. I think 32. Am I right? 32 teams in the NBA? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 30. Yeah, 16 to 16. 32 teams. You were, you were second to last. 24th in field goal percentage. 27th in three-point percentage. 18th in three-pointers made, 27th in rebounding. I said this last week. Everything they're shitty at are the things we're pretty good at. Hence the reason, guys, we beat them three out of four times. This shit ain't no magic wand where, okay, Nick Abaga have and Dom, the big Nick fan, been this wand when they're playing Miami and Cleveland and all of this happens. No, no. It's, it's uh, sometimes people... You really are who you are. They're making Jimmy Butler out to be, you know, I'm not taking nothing away from Jimmy Butler. Don't get me wrong. But, again, look at these numbers on his own team with him playing. I'm like like Bishop. It may not happen, but if we don't win two in a row, we can still win two. I don't want to see a game seven. So if we win one game this weekend or the next two, then right. we got to put them out in game six. I, I hate game seven. Absolutely. Uh, and you know what? To be honest with you, they really don't have to produce that much considering the numbers you just you just ran off just now. Where Miami, you know, ranks among them. 
And on top of that, and I know there's going to be some Miami fans that are going to look at me that I'm, like I'm crazy, but you're not even getting a, a, a Jimmy Butler at 100%. Right. You're getting, you're getting Jimmy Butler at 75 80%, maybe. And, yes, he's a talented player, and he can probably and he can dominate and impact the series. And if, if he was at 100%, maybe we go seven. But you're not even getting a, a Jimmy Butler at 100%. You don't have a Tyler Hero. You don't have a Victor Oladipo. You, you you're really much strapped, and you're basically you know, putting that on the back, the back of guys like Jimmy Butler at 75 80%. You're putting it on the back of Vincent, of Duncan Robinson, guys like Bam Adebayo. I'm sorry. You're just not going to be able to do You're not going to convince me unless – Unless, and this is the big, big, the big asterisk on it, unless the Knicks shit the bed, which they have a habit of doing it from time to time. Well, do well, you think yeah. they have a shit the bed in them? Look, look, look I, you know what I'm saying? Again, I, I, we're going to definitely win one down, right? I, I have no problem with that. You know, but we, 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 we not getting that 15 and 11 from, Ob and, and, and quit. That's the bench. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, add Josh Hart's contribution, and that's the bench. That's our excess that we was getting for for the better half of the uh, 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 the last part of the year. Okay, right. so right. that's what, that's why we looking what how we looking at now. We 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 right, hold up. skinning our teeth at, at Miami, and 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 it's that we're not getting the production that we was usually get. So. My, again, this is where I go back to Randall needs to step up. Randall needs to be a definitive force on when, when, when the bench is in there. You know, when he's playing, he needs to attack and foul everybody on that front line out. Jim, uh, uh, okay. Bam, Kevin Love, you know what I'm saying? Ziggler, you know what I'm saying? Ziggler, all of yeah. them. Hold on, 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 go ahead, Steve. No, I'm letting, I'm letting, I'm not letting, Live was rocking out by my question for Live, as he was doing his thing, he was just, he was just down there just spitting his fire, he, you know, he's a, he's, he's a bar spitter, so I get it, I get it, he spit bars from it, I get it, but my question to you, Live, with Grimes, Go back to what we were with our old rotation because the reason why is Grind when the Knicks were at their optimum, Grimes was in the starting lineup, Hart was off the bench. That was the mm-hmm. man, that was the, the rotation. We know who was coming in at what time despite mm-hmm. the foul trouble. So my question mm-hmm. for you for for Thibodeau, for you live on Thibodeau, get Grimes back into the starting lineup so Hart can help the bench and help him quickly and help help the topping, or do you want to keep things as is? I, you know what? Okay, so this, you know, again, man, I'm, I, I'm, a, I'll respect Jimmy Butler, and say, Hart needs to be on him from jump, right? Hart needs, mm-hmm. to, you know, the, the, the Thibodeau button push, where it's like, when, 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 when Jimmy go out, Hart go out, and that's how you do it. That, that's as long as, as long as Jimmy in there, Hart is on. And, and you know what I'm saying? And I, and, 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 oh. and, and, and Steve, the only reason why I say that is because of. Uh, 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 Grimes is hurt shoulder, right? Okay. So, but that's for you know that, that's that's, shooting, that's the only right. What yeah. about well, do you well, want to divide the? Would you want to? You saying Hart on Butler a hundred percent, or do you want to say let's say Hart seventy five percent, 
grinds the other 25%, divide up whatever possible fouls on Butler. Because Butler does draw a lot of fouls. He could be a problem. That's, when it comes to that's that. right. That's well, the reason why I, I wouldn't be okay with, with, with Hart going 100% on Butler. I would like to rotate it every now and then between him, Grimes, and even put RJ on there because RJ can add a little bit more stops. And that's the only reason. And and, and I I agree with you totally. I I agree with you. That that way, it's three against one. The attrition will wear his ass down. So I'm going with that. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to go with that. I don't have a problem with that. Regardless. Right. Right, yeah. but 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 you know, and, and me answering the question is is, is Grom Grom's Grom spent uh, uh, three quarters of the year um, uh, uh, coming off the uh, coming off not coming off the bench. I'm sorry, um, starting. You know, a lot a lot of the, the summer league and, and training camp with 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 uh, with, with Quick and them guys, Quick and and and, and Obi and them. So I don't I don't think there's a you know unfamiliarity with him coming off the bench. So I, you know, definitely I, you know, start 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 hard on him, and 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 wear his ass out with with Grimes and then RJ, you know what I'm saying? Like like, and especially RJ, I'm like, put, <laughs> so if you're gonna bench RJ half a half a half a game, put, that, put, put him on, put him on hard, put him on um uh, uh, uh Jimmy man, it, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Six seven, you know what I'm right. saying? Where, you know, lean on him a little bit. So I'm I'm good with that, you know. All right, Bishop. What do you think on the on that note? Yeah, uh, I think Spolster is really good with the smoke and mirrors. Miami mm-hmm. is the same team. They're the, they're the same team that they've been for the whole season. Jimmy Butler through the whole season. What was he averaging? <laughs> he wasn't twenty two, twenty four. If that, yeah, he wasn't scoring thirty points. There was some nights he was. He was taking like five shots. Some mm-hmm. nights he was focusing on doing other things. So it's like they're really good with the smoke and mirrors and having everybody play the way that they need them to play so that it gives Miami a chance. That's what's happening here. And it's like this, the, the whole slowing the game down to a grinding halt and then having everything – everybody focus on Jimmy Butler like he's, the, like he's LeBron mm-hmm. or something. He hasn't been that – his whole career, he hasn't been that. So it's like, yeah, they had a they 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 out tough Milwaukee, but that wasn't hard because the coach doesn't make in game adjustments. But I don't I don't see I don't see the Knicks losing to Miami. And Miami, just remember too, Miami is notorious for stinker offensive games. Like they're due for one of those games where they don't even crack you know like ninety points. They're due for one of those games. So I, that's why I said I feel like the Knicks will go in there. They're going to take one, and then Miami is going to be do one of those stinker offensive games where they can't throw the ball in the ocean, and the Knicks take that next one. So I think the Knicks hey. because even with even without the 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 continuous bench production, because for for some strange reason, the uh, quickly is like rushing the shots. And playing indecisive, he he's pretty much the bench. If Hart is not there, it's quickly that's pretty much the bench. And once he gets going, then Obi can get you know eat the crumbs, because then they'll start double teaming quickly. But if quickly is not going, then that stagnates that that second unit. But that just means that Brunson, Randall, 
these guys just got they got to they got to be better. They got to do the stuff that they've been doing all season. Mm-hmm. Just, be, just do the stuff that you've been doing all season. And if again, if Miami wants to play that zone to like slow the game down even more, it's like yo, know, just put somebody in the middle, and Bam can't guard everybody. He can't rotate. He can't right. rotate from side to side and stop the person who's penetrating from the free throw line. He can't do everything. And Kevin Love. He does a good job trying, though. I'll give him that much. He does a good yeah. job trying. And then now you got Mitchell Robinson. And, and that's, that's another thing. Can I, can I add something real quick, man? Did you sure. see that last play when, when Randall had uh, Gabe Vincent in the paint when they had that, that they was doing that zone? And he had again, he had bent Gabe Vincent like over like a little pretzel. Right, they need to do that. That's what they need to. Like, and it's like everybody need to do that. It's like there's nobody in there that's gonna stop you. Like, 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 like Miami. Aside from uh, um, aside from them, and because Ziggler ain't doing nothing. Or, or is, he, that, is that that brother, that man name? Um, the the other uh, center they got. Yeah, that's that's his name, right? They don't have nobody else. They they have nobody else to stop that. So it's like I wouldn't care about no damn zone. You know what I'm saying? Because you're gonna have to. If I'm in if I'm if I'm in that paint area, you're going to have to collapse. Then make the right pass. If you if you got to make the pass at all, because again, like 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 Bishop just said, Robinson should be dominating. So if Robinson is floating around with somebody else in the paint, man, that's simple. They're gonna have to stop. They're gonna have to get out of that damn zone. You you don't have to shoot your way out of it. Like you don't really have to, not because they small. They too small. Uh, Steve, you're not. You're shaking your head no at something. What? And you're no. that evil smile. What is it? <laughs> it wasn't nothing against what Live was saying. It's just that I, there was a couple of times last night, and you know I'll, I'll be real quick about Mr. Robinson. They gave him like twelve, two, a couple of twelve footers. All you have to do is shoot yeah. it. I don't want to steer the show off. That that conversation is for the all season. I don't want to go down that road because they gave him open jumpers in that zone and he was just looking to pass wide open and he just I'm, kicks it out to the three point line. I'm just no, I, 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 that's just me bidding live when you brought up. <laughs> but Steve, Steve, they've been doing that. They've been doing that. That like collectively, they've been doing that. The, the heart. They've been doing that. The um uh uh, uh Robinson. And, and RJ a little bit, not not not, but, the, not uh, this last game, but the, they they've been yeah, systematically leaning off of everybody that ain't been making their three point shots. They they yeah yeah they they dared RJ to shoot and and Hart had those couple of those threes in the corner and he knocked them down. So that right, I don't have an right. issue with the actual shooters. My issue is an off season issue with Mitch when they had it within twelve feet to turn around wide open. It's just shooting like at the park. Exactly. Take it back out to the three-point line. I'm just, I'm just like, oh, like, well, that, that's part of the game. That that's, that p- pissed me off last night too. Even in the win, because we should have beat him. You can't shoot free throws. He can't shoot free throws. Yeah, that's jump Oh, that and yo. That's I mean, like, like, made that like make the, like, like make the rim, like, because he hit the rim like 100 percent of the time. That front, that front piece of the rim, he's 74 percent on that. Damn, like, like, uh, like I'm like, Jesus. Guys, we've been watching this for four years. You know, we're, we're, either either we're crazy or we're expecting the unexpected. I will say this, guys. This, Is this for those of y'all that Dom? do go to Twitter. 
I can see your yes, face, sir. though. I, I, it's just so frustrating to see that shit, though. Possession by possession, that's my point. It's like, damn, it's like a fuck. You know see, what I'm like I said, we've been living it for how many years? I, I just want to yeah. say this one thing, guys. For those of y'all that are on Twitter, there's this app called, I don't know if y'all are familiar with it, AMP, A-M-P. And a, a good friend of mine, Chris, runs Hoop Spaces. I don't know if Steve's aware of this. Some days, if you have that app, tune in at 10 o'clock. We had this great conversation right before the Knicks series. Has Bam out of Bayou been exposed? Mm. You brought that up. He's not West on He's not we, West on We, we talked guys. about that before. The NBA, the NBA has changed since he was that Bam out of Bayou. And slowly but surely, again, we all discuss this by looking at numbers, and his numbers have been going now again dramatically with down. The heat culture, yeah, with the heat culture and all this poster and uh, Pat Riley waving the magic wand. Why didn't they figure out this guy should be playing power forward? Though, if he did, I still believe Julius Randle would eat him for lunch. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Well, he is not the guy everybody thought he was two, three years ago. Mm-hmm. He's not. No, I mean, I this. they were hoping I they were this. hoping that out of Bayou would be like the next I saw Whiteside since he left, and then they were hoping that you know Whiteside would be the next Chris Bosh, and then you know you know the things you ended up the way they, they did. The and the only thing saving him this series is Mitchell Robinson can't shoot his way out of a hole. Well, that's wow. the that's only true. thing saving that's him now. That's true. He's that's basically checking a non-offensive player. He's checking the right, um, One final question for the you know for, you know for the table before we go to final thoughts, guys. Your final predictions for this series, because the next time we you know we'll be live on the fan forum, it will be right after Game Five. Um, so hopefully by then we'll be talking about maybe the closing of a series or getting getting close to close the series in six games, or you know, and avoid the, you know the, the dramatic seventh game that Dom can't stand. So, so, Steve, we'll start off with you. Your predictions for the remainder of the series, how do you see it? Knicks and seven. I think it goes mm. the distance. I hope I'm, I hope I'm wrong, but I'm going to say Knicks <laughs> and seven. I'm not going to underestimate Miami. That heat culture shit, I, even though I don't like it, I do kind of respect it because they have a system and it works. So I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. Knicks and seven, though. <laughs> All right, Knicks and seven. Dominic? I, I think I'm going to stick with my Knicks and five, but I don't think I only think we'll be two games in by next Wednesday. Okay. Uh, well, actually, but no. I game five play, is, is scheduled. It's scheduled to be Wednesday. Um, so right, we play we'll Saturday, see about that one. Saturday, Monday, then Wednesday. Yeah, and Wednesday. And we'll be on right. here after the game. Live. We'll be here. We'll um, be right here, I, live, right after that for the clinch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Our, first second round clincher, our first second round clincher in the history of Nickelbacker Exactly. Exactly. Um, <laughs> I, I'm, 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 I'm gonna stay with my Knicks and six. Um, I, you know, I actually think that now we, we that we talking and everything, man. I think they, I think they win the first one in Miami. You know, and 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 they got a good shot of winning that second one. So I, yeah, I, I stick to the six, but. I want it. I want it in five. You know. You know. Let's 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 get it in five. But I'm gonna stick to the six. All right, Bishop. Nixon. Yeah, I got five. 
Okay. So at least most of us are all thinking that next week when we are live here on the Fan Forum, we'll be talking about the clincher and the Knicks moving on to the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, I say mm-hmm. the Knicks will, be, will do it in six. Um, I, I, I agree with live. They will win game three. And it will force Miami to, you know, to, you know, to come back, tie the series, and then right. the Knicks have to take take Game Five, a pivotal Game Five next week, um, here at the Garden, um, and and take control of the series. But let's go around for final thoughts, Steve. If you uh, if you're taking a look at the other series going on, Philadelphia, Boston, LA, Golden State, um, Denver, and Phoenix, are you seeing them? And you know, are are, are you are you rooting for anybody? No, I'm not rooting for nobody. What are you talking about, man? Why would I do that? <laughs> nah. um, Boston, I don't know. Probably Boston six or seven. I know they're smoking Philadelphia right now. Uh, that was a good win by them uh, in game one. Denver, impressive. Very good uh, win. Go two nothing on Phoenix. Man, I, I think maybe Denver does take it. I thought Phoenix would get past them. They're going to have to win the next two in Phoenix. And then um, that was a good game last night, uh, Lakers and Warriors. Um, I, I think I'm going to pick Warriors in seven, but the Lakers are going to be a tough out because you never know. Like, it sounds cliche because everybody say it, but it's true. You don't know what type of player or what you're going to get every night from Anthony Davis because he has greatness in him. He don't have it every night. And plus, he's kind of a paper mache. Uh, he's kind of light. You know, he always gets hurt. But uh, Warriors, um, damn, I don't want to renege on the Suns, but I did pick the Suns before. I'm going to stick with it. And then the Celtics. And then the Knicks. All right. All right. Thank you very much. Dominic, the, uh, um, um, Boston is clearly smoking the hell out of Philadelphia. They're making them pay wow. for that game one shocker. Um, Jalen Brown's going off for 25 um, at the moment. And, uh, you know, they're getting some big production from, from the sixth man of the year, Brogdon, who's got 23. So how, how do you see that series and, 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 and the other ones going on? Well, my, my New York state of mind heart tells me I can never root for Boston. I can never root for L.A. So I got to root for Philly, which pains me nonetheless. And I got to root for Golden State, which Steve Kirby and their coach pains me nonetheless. I got Denver sweeping Phoenix. I had Denver beating Phoenix. I didn't know they were going to be this bad. But Chris Paul, out again. So uh, I'm to the point now, guys, where it's not even funny. I actually feel sorry for the guy that it seems like every time his team gets this close, something happens. So I, I got Denver. I got Denver, Philly. I got Denver, Philly, Golden State, and the Knicks. All right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a good prediction. Mm-hmm. Live for your final thought. Yeah, how do you see those other series? Um, you know, Knicks are six, man. Um, uh, I I can't stand Boston. You know, I man, look Philly all the way on that sweep, right? <laughs> sweep. Let's get the brooms out, right? Um, yeah, man. Chris Paul, Chris Chris Paul, got to be the, the the walking manifestation. Of that that sound effect on on prices right that boom boom ba doom boom that man that, 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 that dude is horrible you know what I'm saying like he he is he is untimely it's like it's like we I'm a his body just go 
it, it, it got a clock where it go. If you in the playoffs, this gonna just crumble. Something on your body just gonna crumble. So he he's finished, man. Like I'm like wow. And and again, like Don said, it's more. I feel more sorry than than than, than Jopey on that dude. But um, the Lakers, man. I I, yeah, I really I really want to see that go seven. Um, but um, if, if it oh, goes it will. seven, man, yeah. If, if if that goes seven, the zebras is gonna is on uh get at the LeBron. They're gonna they're gonna get at the LeBron. So um, all right. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be Lakers. It's gonna Lakers gonna take that. You know, all right. so Thank it's, you very it's, it's much. Lakers, Denver, Philly and, and the Knicks. Thank you very much, Mr. Live. Mm-hmm. Bishop, you're still with us. Give us give us your final thoughts and anything anything you want to add about the other series going on. Yeah, I still got the Knicks in five. Don't care who wins the Boston Philly series. We beat both of them like they stole something during the regular mm-hmm. season. So it don't matter. It don't matter. I'd much rather I'd much rather Boston because I'd like to go back into Boston and you know eat their lunch. You know what I'm saying in Boston just for good measures because I don't like Tatum and Brown. I just don't like mm. Boston. And as far as the I, I want to see the Lakers win. I want to see the Lakers go to the finals. I want to see the Lakers play for a championship. Just because everybody was uh, nut riding LeBron for the whole season, and uh, the Denver Phoenix, yeah, I don't, I don't watch Denver play. I'm, I'm, I don't like watching Denver play. Everybody seems to be mesmerized with Joker, but it's like he only plays on one side of the ball. So right. But to me, to me, it's just like okay, so you you get on everybody else. You you say that that's the reason why Joel Embiid didn't win the MVP and so forth and so on. You critique everybody's game. If LeBron misses the right. defensive assignment, they, it's, it's a national event. Like all of the commentators, he's lost a step, this and that. Joker is in his prime. He plays no defense. He has no interest in playing defense whatsoever. But yet and still, he's won an MVP two times, which is crazy to me. It's like, yo, you only play offense. And I just don't like this style of play. It's just like get up a bunch of shots, don't really play any defense. And, yeah, I don't like watching Denver and – for the sake, like Philly, I just don't like Devin Booker. I think Devin Booker is kind of like fraudulent in the fact that, you know, every time Luka or one of these guys comes comes to town, you you clam up. You become a mouse. And <laughs> right. Dude, if you're the main guy when, when Dallas is playing game seven on your floor and you don't step up, you're watching Luka say how everybody's too small and just doing everything, just – just doing a lot on your home floor and blowing you out in game seven. And it's just like, dude, if you're that guy, everybody keeps saying you're that guy, and I don't see it. I don't see it. So, All right. Thank you very much, Bishop. Um, that was it for, you know, for, for, for this um, week's edition of the, of the Knickerbocker Avenue Fan Forum. My quick predictions, um, I see Golden State taking the Lakers out in seven. Uh, I see uh, Philly Philly losing in six, and I, I think that uh, uh, Denver Denver's taking t- taking taking Phoenix out in five, and it's just going to be a, a, a sorrow. The Knicks will take care of in six, so you'll be looking at an Easter Conference final of the Knicks and the Boston Celtics, while the Denver Nuggets will take will be hosting the Golden State Warriors, and that's going to be a very interesting series. But until then, until next week, folks. This is your boy, Nickelbacker, for Steve, Dominic, Mr. Live, Bishop, and all our great stakeholders and all our great listeners. Thank you very much for listening. Um, 
I want to shout out the New York Rangers for a great season and a horrible, you know, horrible way to end, end things. And, hey, the Yankees are starting to win again. So that should be interesting for, you know, for the dugout. Yeah, I got you, Steve, because, yeah, my Yankees are coming back. But, um, hey, until then, folks, stay safe, be happy. Go New York, go New York, go. Keep on chanting, and I'll see you down the line. Go ahead, Steve. Yeah, just stay on for the OT. All right, Sangre Azul, ladies and gentlemen, bleed blue. Sangre Azul, bleed blue. A finger to the rest, here we go for the next. It's like a finger to the rest, here we go for the next. It's like a finger to the rest, here we go for the next. It's like can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it?